Ladies and gentlemen, this is the moment you have all been waiting for. This is the return of the Not So Stone Cold Sports Talk bod. Did I say podcast? Podcast featuring Mr. Claudius Elmer Watts the fifth of Charleston, South Carolina. So we have a very full schedule today. We will start off with what we are going to call the Mad Minutes because it's alliteration and apparently alliteration works for marketing purposes. So we will begin by breaking down very briefly in a, exactly one minute. Um, the Seattle Seahawks two-point loss against the Dallas Cowboys in Jerry like. World. That's what we like. Claudius, begin. Um, well, you know, my best moment of the entire game, um, as an avid Cowboys fan, I spent some of the night screaming and some of the night fist pumping. And crying um, tears of joy. Yes. And cursing Dak Prescott, but also... Exactly. Uh, looking um, up to Dak Prescott. No, not that part. Um, but my favorite moment of the game was um, whatever that Seattle punt. Yeah, the the quote. I'm doing air quotations right now. You can't see it, but I'm doing air quotations. Just imagine it. Uh, onside kick um, after Seattle scored a touchdown and got the two point conversion. Um, the Seattle kicker, Seattle punter, excuse me, tried to onside kick and kicked it about thirty yards downfield directly to Cole Beasley, which was. One of the funniest things I've ever seen. My moment of the game would have to be uh, the Seahawks losing kicker Sebastian Janikowski being forced to go for two and covering the two and a half point spread. There were some and hilarious the, and hitting the over on the last play of the game. Um, that sound means that our one minute uh, has passed, but um, <laughs> but I thought that the idea of the Seahawks hitting the over on the last play of the game and also covering the spread on the last play or last meaningful play of the game must have been uh, very agonizing for anyone who took Dallas minus 2.5. Yeah, there were some videos out that Yeah, I saw that one guy. Yeah. yeah. Um the next game we want to discuss is Andrew Luck's domination of Deshaun. That's also what we like. Um in the Colts Texans game on Saturday afternoon, Bo Watts begin. Um best moment of the game, T.Y. Hilton shows up to the stadium. Uh, in a clown mask um, after, I believe it was Jonathan Joseph, called him a clown in an interview, um, and T.Y. Hilton proceeded to go off like he does every time he plays in NRG Stadium. That's it? That's the only best moment you have? Okay, well, I also wrote down an honorable mention uh, post-game review. J.J. Watt's face was absolutely hilarious. I feel sorry for him because he, you know, a little distraught that his team lost a playoff game. That they continue to lose playoff games every time they get in the position. Um, but his face was pretty remarkable. I'm going to have our resident fact checker uh, just make sure I'm right on this. Jay, is it true that Tom Savage started a playoff games a couple of years ago? It's TJ Yates. TJ Yates? For the Texans? Yes. TJ Yates. TJ. Either Carolina way. Carolina alum, baby. Either TJ Yates or... Uh, or Tom Savage started a playoff game for the uh, for the Houston Texans, which I think tells you all you need to know about Houston's chances in any postseason game in any capacity whatsoever. Well, yeah. And they had a Clemson grad starting at quarterback, so you know how that goes. Yeah. We will then move on to another game that was very agonizing at mm. the end mm-hmm. for one fan base in particular. Philadelphia Eagles 16, Chicago Bears 15, Best moment of the game, Bo Watts. Do we even need to say it? No, we don't. I think Chris Collinsworth put it best. Double doink. <laughs> the double doink. We like. <laughs> That's such a funny thing to say on live TV. Um, live TV. This is this is not TV. No, for him to say on oh, live TV. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, it's a knife. I'm sorry. Um, anyways, you know, I kind of feel bad for him, Cody Parkey. 
because it was tipped by the Eagles D line. Um, and you know how close that ball was just to, you know, if it hits the it was left the- upright and hits the crossbar, it, um, you know. It's just not your day. Well, no, at the same time, it's it's a game, game of, of inches, centimeters. angles and millimeters. If that ball hits the crossbar at a different angle or, you know, a centimeter to the right, there's a better chance better, it goes Very in. good chance it, go, it dings, it double doinks in. Um, I would just like to share a, a personal story we're going to go a little bit over the time limit here it was uh it was a late september afternoon bo watts was out on granger field at woodbury forest kicking field goals and <laughs> that is the laughter of jay banzette in the background um and <laughs> that was about the noise the crossbar made um it tipped off the crossbar and then off the left upright and then came back out and bo watts's chances of being as good or better than pat mcafee went out the window now let's move on well, to the I mean, fourth. Before, you okay, want to defend yourself you, yeah. first? Okay. Mine was much cooler than Cody Parkey's. We'll say that because mine <laughs> defied gravity. That's all I've got to say. <laughs> I would like to apologize to all of our fans out there who were just subjected to that blood-curdling sound. That was indeed Jay Banzett's laugh. Um, if you are going to sue us, we ask that you please do so uh, in a civil suit um, because we have no money left and you're not going to be able to take anything <laughs> from us. <laughs> all right. We're now moving on to the fourth wild card game of the weekend. The Chargers half drubbing and then half comeback, or uh, half comeback allowed from the Baltimore Ravens, led by Lamar Jackson, who had, was two for eight with 17 yards and an interception after the first quarter. Or no, I think after the first half, excuse me. And what was truly a, a non-remarkable game from him, Bo Watts. Your reactions? Well, I didn't see much of the game because I was flying. But um, my favorite. Thing you were flying in a plane, see. I presume you weren't actually flying. Well, we'll, we'll just leave it at I was flying. Okay. Um, the best thing I did see was. Philip Rivers' post-game interview, um, he was, there's a lot of intensity um, coming from him. Yep. Um, and a guy that looks like Buzz Lightyear. Um, all I had to write down for the best moment from this game was, "Rar, I look like Buzz Lightyear, um, in quotations from Philip Rivers. I think the best moment from surrounding the game would have to be Melvin Gordon in the car with his Uber driver while his Uber driver was trash-talking the Chargers. <laughs> And it was it was all that. the more you didn't see that no. oh yeah uh, Melvin Gordon had uh, had his uh, his camera running while he was in the car with his Uber driver and they were talking about the Ravens Chargers game this weekend was and the Uber driver aware that he was Melvin Gordon no not until the end and then oh. uh, he asked for a signed um, I think to, for him to sign a, a sheet of paper or something like that which Melvin Gordon did because he's a he's a stand up guy um, but that was uh, that was <laughs> pretty funny that that guy didn't realize that it was Melvin Gordon in the back. Um, and then proceeded to trash talk the Chargers as much as he did before stopping himself. So this weekend we have the divisional round. The matchups are Colts, Chiefs, Patriots, Chargers, Saints, Eagles, and Cowboys, Rams in Los Angeles. However, the Cowboys are, I think, buying out pretty much all of the Coliseum because Los Angeles football fans are so fair weather, which is a pretty significant criticism of the fan base and why it was probably a bad idea for teams to move there in the first place, except for attracting free agents. But we're going down an entirely different tangent there. So, Bo, what do you think about the Colts' chances this weekend in Kansas City? Well, the according to 538, the top two teams with a chance to win the Super Bowl are the Saints and the Chiefs. I believe that's right. And um, I believe that's inherently false. Do you think either of them makes a Super Bowl? Um, I think the Saints have a much better chance than the Chiefs, um, mainly because I believe the Colts, who are tied for the least 
chance to win the Super Bowl or make the Super Bowl with the Cowboys, which is another topic we'll get to, um, is sad. Because, you know, you look if you look at the Colts' last 12 games, they're the 11 la- and yeah, 1. After, like, week 6. If they you started 1-5. and five. They started 1-5. and five. And finished 10-6 and six and made the playoffs. It's crazy. I know. Isn't it ridiculous? Andrew Luck is so good. He is really and good. And Darius Leonard. Mm-hmm. And Marlon Mack. And they're line. It the and turnaround The turnaround that Frank Reich had uh, from the start of the season to the end was absolutely remarkable. So. Well, it went from everyone thinking, you know, Frank Reich is an idiot. Mm-hmm. Colts organization is awful. They're going to have to scrap everything and start over. And now Chris Ballard and, now and Frank Reich look like absolute geniuses. And now they've won a playoff game. On the road. against a divi- against In my their opinion, I rival. think they could win another one. I, I would not be surprised just because of how... Um, how much different that Chiefs defense, or excuse me, the Chiefs offense looks uh, without um, Kareem Hunt. I do think, however, that the Chiefs probably still win this game narrowly. My prediction is going to be 30 to 24. So just outside the spread. Well, I'm going to so, yeah, decide sp- whether spreads or not. Spreads are five and a half. I'm trying to find some takers on that bet. I'm not going to take you on that. I mean, I know I, it's too close. Uh, it it's going to be too close, for my, close. For my comfort. Mm-hmm. What's your prediction? You know, Are you calling the upset? I I might be. The if you look at the Colts' most recent games, um, they have not been. I mean, Patrick Mahomes has been Patrick Mahomes. He mm-hmm. hasn't slowed down at all. But the team as a whole hasn't been where they were um, after Kareem Hunt, right? Or just at all during the, the second half of the season, really. right? And you know, the Chiefs are that team that chokes in the playoffs gets to every January year. and December, and it all goes downhill, even when you know. Every other month, they're on top of the world. Just you know, last season they were undefeated for a pretty good amount of time, weren't they? I think so. Yeah, and then and then lost to Marcus Mariota. Yeah. Oh um, yeah, that was the game. Yeah, threw a touchdown past himself. Yep. Score cool. prediction. Um, shoot, Colts twenty-four, Chiefs eighteen. Wow, that's interesting that you're gonna uh, be. They have the, I mean, Darius Leonard is the most underrated player in the NFL right now. He um, is the thing, I mean, he's leading the NFL in tackles. And didn't Everyone make the Pro Bowl. Knows, and did, did make the Pro Bowl. Um, he's got, you know, seven sacks, which is, if you look at the list of people who are leading the NFL in tackles right now, no one has seven sacks to go with you their know, tackles. Yeah. Their enormous amount of tackles. Um, and he also has two interceptions. I'm not sure how many forced fumbles or fumble recovers he has. But, um, you know, he's, his stats are great, and yeah, got snubbed. Got he snubbed got from the Pro Bowl. ridiculously snubbed from South Carolina State. Mm-hmm. That's where he, uh, where he went to college. Let's continue to the next, I don't know if it's chronologically the next, but whatever, uh, divisional game. Dallas's defense looked absolutely ridiculous again. Minus one play. but <laughs> On Saturday, what, the Tyler Lockett wide open play? Yeah, Byron Jones just uh, decided he'd cover the sideline instead of <laughs> Tyler Lockett, who was in the, on the numbers. Tyler, sideline never mentions a catch, though. Just saying that. Sideline never, sideline never catches the ball for sixty eh, yards. Just, and sh- sh- that's, that's irrelevant. And sets but for touchdown. That front seven has looked unbelievable. Leighton Vander Esch, who I think a lot of Cowboys fans were upset with as the I was, first round. Pick. I was not upset. With you, Demarcus upset Lawrence with went to Boise State. He's been tearing it up the, his entire career. So no complaints? No complaints for me. I never doubted that at all. I um, knew there was a plan, and I also didn't really see who else was on the board at that time that would be better to take. So they will be visiting a very 
very good Los Angeles Rams team that has been streaky as of late but still has a ton of talent. Do the Cowboys have a chance? Absolutely. I'm not going to count them. Really? I'm, I mean, I'm a All Cowboys right. fan. I can't say they're not going to win. Score prediction? Um, Dallas 35. Wow. L.A. 28. Wow. Okay. Actually, no, scratch that. L.A. 31. Yeah, I was going to say, seven points is a, that's a lot to give up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, especially with a, with a kicker who was as legendary as Greg the legs are line for the Rams. Nice. Uh, I mean, you no, can't just not, give him four extra points. Okay. Um, I'm going to say Rams 27. Rams 27, Cowboys 23. I think it'll be very close. Maybe Rams uh, have a bigger lead and then Cowboys cut it down at the end. Next, the Philadelphia Eagles looked like survivors out there on Sunday night. They weren't impressive by any stretch of the imagination because I didn't really have much faith in Chicago's offense to begin with. Right. But they looked good enough. And they certainly looked a lot different than they were earlier in the season. That's that's for sure. Um, You know, I mean... And what is it per- with Nick Foles? My perfect world, Eagles win next week, Cowboys win next week. And then uh, Cowboys-Eagles we rivalry, championship NFC Championship. In Jerry's world, and we win for the third time this season against the Eagles. Um, you know, the chances of that happening are not very high. But I can dream. If you are a betting man or woman, we're you know we're a very respectful. Human being. If you are if you are a betting being on a, <laughs> I don't know that anyone else can bet except for human beings. Can robots bet? I don't know. Well, I guess computer doesn't matter. Um, if you are a betting person and you see the line Eagles plus eight in New Orleans, oh my gosh, I would be hopping all over oh, that yeah. thing. I mean that is Absolutely. that is such that's a ju- I mean in the there that's I cannot juicy. remember the last time a playoff game was this lopsided uh in terms of the spread since probably the 07 Patriots when they were undefeated. That is the only team, well, I guess that was 2008 because that was the year after, but or the the calendar year after, but I just can't imagine any team losing by 8 in a playoff game. It just seems very very far-fetched to me. Yeah. Score prediction though, I am going to say Saints 30, Eagles 23. So right inside that spread there for you. But I'm going to say New Orleans 29, Philadelphia 22. So we're both going with a seven-point margin? Yep. Um, inside eight, though. Yeah, I know. Still it's inside eight. That's still money. That's, That's still a money. juicy bet to take. And then the other game that no one really knows what's going to happen because of how streaky both teams have looked is the Chargers against the Patriots. The Chargers looked like Super Bowl contenders for three quarters in Baltimore, then looked like a team that didn't even belong in the playoffs in the fourth quarter, uh, quite frankly, up until, the, up until the last two minutes. And then the Patriots um, looked horrible for the first two weeks of December, turned it around and absolutely spanked the Jets in Week 17, 38-3 on their way to uh, to an 11-5 record and an eighth consecutive bye because Bill Belichick is a non-feeling robot. Bo Watts, predictions for this game? I have no clue. No clue? I have no idea. Can you at least pick a winner? Um, Patriots, just because they're the Patriots. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm inclined to agree with you. It could if be. If I had to guess. There are so many, uh, so many ways this game could go. If I had to guess an outcome, I think it'll be moderately scoring. I don't think it'll be an offensive battle just because L.A. has so much talent on the defensive side of the ball. Um and I think that the Patriots will dictate the tempo of the game to prevent Philip Rivers and Melvin Gordon and Keenan Allen um, from going insane on offense. 
the defense for the Patriots isn't good, but I don't really know if that's going to be much of a factor. I am going to say Patriots win 26-23. to 23. Okay. I'm not going to say anything. Because I, you don't want to be wrong? I don't want to You be don't want to get freezing cold took? Well, I mean, I say things for the Dallas game and the Colts game and the Philly, uh, the Philly game, but I have an idea maybe of what's going to happen there. I have, this is a total. I, I, this game is a total. I haven't seen though. the Patriots play much this year. I haven't seen either either team play much this year. All I know is Justin Jackson's cool because he went to Northwestern <laughs> and he was on the Chargers. And, um, went, and went off in fantasy for a couple weeks there too. Yeah, big for me <clears> in the uh, playoffs um, until – you know, the championship where he didn't really play, and I, my whole so, team just kind of went down. Bo Watts, this is going to be a new segment for Not So Stone Cold Sports Talk, but our unknown fact of the week. Man, I spent some time. You, yes, this is looking that. at all of these statistics. Oh, there is, uh, this is in 10 point font on this Google Doc we're, we're looking at, and there is a good half a page dedicated to the Citadel my teams they've Citadel played Bulldogs. and teams they've. Uh, so it's FBS opponents. Yeah, and FBS opponents. Uh, they've played in New Year's Six or college football playoff bowls, and I guess. Right, so it's in F- that. FBS teams to play Citadel since 2000. In New um, Year's Six, or yeah, I guess New you Year's... mean BCS with that too. Right. Okay. Um, in New Year's Six or um, college football playoff, playoff games. games, which I guess is so. Thing, but you know, but Watts, what do the record? What is the record of teams that have played Citadel, the Citadel, in a regular season game, and then have gone on to play in a New Year's Six? But what are their records overall in four the last five. six or in the last 18 years? They're four, four and, and five. five overall. And what about in the playoff? One and three. So, Which the one came from Alabama, Oklahoma this year. Did both? Oh, wow. So they've never won a national championship, never won a national championship. Era after playing them. So if you'd like to listen to some of these uh, some of these results. I'm going to run through them. Okay, you're going to run through them? Um, well, it's, it's my stat. I, okay, you know, that's I true. Dug that's through. fine, that's fine. No, no, no. no, no it's, whatever, it's whatever. I'm fine. It's fine. I'm not offended. Of no, 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 no. no. <laughs> um, I'm not offended. I'm okay, fine. so I'm 2019, fine. everyone saw the, uh, the close call. <laughs> that um, I unfortunately had to miss part of because I was, again, on a plane or flying. We'll be vague there again. Um, but Citadel, Bama. 17 all at halftime or 10 all at halftime? 10 all at halftime, and then it was 50-17 at the end of the game, but whatever. Um, no one cares. Uh, but Gamma, B- Gamma, Gamma. Bama um, gets blown out by Clemson uh, last night, obviously. Um, they and still that- won the Orange Bowl. So that is going to give playoff teams So that's teams one and one, one, one this year. 2018, Clemson played Citadel, no? Uh, yes, it was like 56-3. to three. And? Dabo, I don't like Dabo because of that. He's and what happened? Person. And what happened? And in the Clemson playoff? lost Alabama in the, what was that? The oh, Sugar, Sugar Bowl. Bowl. Um, in the college football playoff. 2015. This is, I can barely remember this game. Um, Florida State played the Citadel with Jameis. Famous Jameis, crab legs, stealing, eating Jameis. Something else I'd say, but I... Good job. Good discretion. Would get in a lot of trouble. Um, But that was the year Florida State got destroyed by Oregon. That was the most fun Florida State game I've ever watched. As a Florida fan, seeing Jameis, that one play where he slipped and had (laughs) the fumble that got picked up and uh, Oregon scored. Yeah, that that was a great game. And then uh, let's continue back in the so BCS that, era. Yep, back in the B- BCS era. Again, Florida State, uh, 2006, played the Citadel um, and lost to Penn State in the Orange Bowl. And then 2003, Louisiana State played the Citadel and you lost. You mean LSU? Whenever I see yeah, whenever I see, no, I know. Whenever I see Louisiana State, I'm like, who is Louisiana? Oh, that's LSU. Yeah, right. I, 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 I stared I at Louisiana State yeah. one time for about 
10 minutes straight with, uh, before realizing. I was like, who in the world is this obscure tiny team? And why like, were they in the Cotton Bowl and losing exactly, to Texas? Exactly, yes. And they lost to Texas in the Cotton Bowl in 2003. But there are three wins. Three wins. So, 2014, Clemson uh, won the Orange Bowl against OSU, but they still lost to South Carolina, which is bigger than the Orange Bowl. <laughs> so we're going to – I can't count it, but, you know, whatever. South Carolina's better. Um, and then your boy Tebow uh-huh. in 2009 played the Citadel and won a national championship against Oklahoma. Ha! Sam Bradford for Heisman! Yeah! Okay. Uh, and then 2005, Auburn won the Sugar Bowl against Virginia Tech. Uh, so it'll also play Duke that season. Duke did not go bowling. But there are also... there's Oh, but wait! <laughs> but wait, it even works more. underwater! If you call now, we'll double the flex tape and give you flex shot for free! Uh, so teams are 3-8 and eight in other bowls since 2000. When, when they played the Citadel? Yes. So, 2017, UNC lost the Sun Bowl to USC. Stanford, excuse me, I did a bad job of writing this down. I don't know how I let that slip by. 2013, NC State lost the Music City Bowl to Vandy. 2011, Arizona lost to Oklahoma State in the Alamo Bowl. 2010, UNC lost Meineke Car Care Bowl to Pittsburgh. Noticing a lot of UNC losses here, Jay. That's tough. We cannot win in the postseason to save our life. 2009, Clemson lost the Gator Bowl to Nebraska. Back when Nebraska made bowl games, LOL. <laughs> Uh, Scott Frost. <laughs> 2008, Wisconsin lost. To, I don't know how we played Wisconsin. What that seems in the not, world? That seems geographically whack. It, it's incredibly geographically <coughs> whack. So is Alabama. Uh, not, it's not too crazy. They rode the bus to Alabama. Really? That's like a nine-hour oh, ride. That's, no, no wonder you lost. Yeah. Um, so I don't know how we got to Wisconsin to play. What, are you saying Wisconsin didn't want to come down to Charleston? I mean, if we'd invited them, I'm sure they would have said yes. <laughs> um, Wisconsin lost to Tennessee in the Outback Bowl in 2008. 2007, Texas A&M, another geographically unstable matchup. I don't know <laughs> what to call that. I don't know why we played them. I guess, well, they have a, um, they are a senior military college, so just like the Citadel. Um, but A&M lost the Holiday Bowl to Cal. Uh, 2001, great year in the world. Um because, but because you were born? Because I was born. There's at least one event what? that made 2001 okay. kind of not the, 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 the last month of 2001. Um, Clemson lost the Gator Bowl to Virginia Tech. Three um, wins. And then the three wins uh, in this century. Uh, 2012, South Carolina won the Capital One Bowl against I wanna, Nebraska. I want to I express my gratitude to you for not saying USC instead of South Carolina because the real USC resides in... <laughs> Southern California. Yeah, uh, next. Well, guess what? South Carolina was a college before California was a state. So it doesn't matter. Go ahead doesn't matter. Acceptance rates, rankings, etc. Um, Maryland won the Gator Bowl against West Virginia. West Virginia was good in 2004? Okay, that's weird. The Seattle Bowl? What? Okay. And then the last one on 2002, here. 2002, Georgia Tech yeah. beat Stanford in the Seattle Bowl. There was a Seattle Bowl? Okay. Anyway, the overall record of teams in postseason matchups the same season as playing the Citadel is... 7-13, and 13, a 35.35 win percentage. And another fun fact here, Florida's first ever night game um, was a 7-3 win against the Citadel. It's, it's a nice statistic. You're welcome for pulling that one out. Yeah. All right, so, Bo, uh, your meme of the week? Um, you know, I hate to, I hate to do it Cody because I do, I do feel sorry for him. But Cody Parkey really um, got... Destroyed on Twitter. Taken on Twitter. Yeah, I felt um, bad. I saw 
about a bajillion different things. Um, one of my personal favorites was Pat the, McAfee's response. Well, yes, we'll get to that. But the Titanic music. <laughs> oh no! Over it was hilarious. There was a someone um, mixed it in with the Pepsi Ice the Kicker commercial. That was an absolutely that was a masterpiece. Meme. That was that was unbelievable. That was one of the best memes I've seen this year. Um, what else? Let me think. Oh, oh, there was the uh, the people reacting to it. The sads, yes. The the guy walking out of the Bears stadium, screaming his head off, like, "You miss eleven kicks this season. We pay you twenty million dollars." Blah blah blah. I hate you. Um, and then a lot of other words that I probably shouldn't Repeat. say. Yeah, I um, agree. And then um, I was, oh, the uh, Bears mascot. There was a the da 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 zooming in on the bears mascot <laughs> as he fell straight on his back right after uh Cody Parkey missed it Cody Parkey double doink um my favorite meme of this week it's just, not hey, sports. just just like a double dip you can't double dip you can't double doink i agree well, you should stop double doinking too bo watts i know and you hit crossbar first which makes it more impressive Defy in a way gravity. yeah um, this is not a sports-related meme, but this is just an absolutely... It's not a meme either. It's just a, an incredibly Florida story that I feel obliged to repeat as a... There are uh, a lot of those. I know, but this it's one is... This one, this one is... This one is stuck around a little while, too. We have Myrtle Beach. We don't even get, even get some of these. <laughs> Myrtle Beach. <laughs> I know. Myrtle Beach is a mess. Um, grandparents have a timeshare in Myrtle Beach. Fun fact. I don't know why they do. They just kind of do. Um, anyway, this is a story from ABC News. Florida woman attacked elderly parents because they wouldn't take her to Outback Steakhouse, authorities say. That's a wild-looking lady. I know. I mean, the mugshot is uh, a... its a bit unsettling. I mean, her left eye looks higher than her right eye, and she's kind of, like, scowling. I'm, I'm very scared. Um, but as someone who's eaten at Outback Steakhouse about five to ten times in my life, I can understand <laughs> why you'd be upset if you didn't go, but I didn't really Maybe think the allure of a, of a Bloomin' Onion or cheese fries is that much... Uh, to bear to the point where you'd have to attack your Maybe parents. Maybe it was because of that deal that they had if you walked in and said bloom and onion bowl. Or no, wait. No, it's coconut shrimp bowl. Yeah. Uh, you get free coconut shrimp. Yep. Maybe that's why. Um, you couldn't pass up on that. Yeah. I know. I mean, I've only... When my parents have denied me Outback, I mean, the worst I've ever done is verbally berate them um, <laughs> and throw things at them. They've never actually attacked <laughs> them. I mean, them. it's it's really incredible and just kind of the loss of civility in our society. Ladies and gentlemen, that is all for the second episode of not so stone cold sports talk thank you so much for tuning in and watch out for a new article series coming on the stone cold sports yes please blog. do yes uh, the best and worst i will be um writing a best and worst of, of sports twitter sports basically it's just sports twitter and there's gonna there'll probably be a couple other things Honorable mentions. There, yeah um from not twitter but it will be a lot of twitter stuff and a um, lot of a lot of funny stuff a too. lot of very funny stuff sometimes slightly inappropriate probably a lot of pat mcafee i'd imagine um but it'll be a weekly bet three best three worst uh type of deal and uh there'll be a lot of good stuff going on yep so that is all that we have on today's edition of the not so stone cold sports talk podcast i like that that was a good idea yeah yeah I'm full of yeah i know like this whole podcast my idea wasn't it shut up i'm luke stone he is mr claudius elmer watts the fifth of charleston me, south Bo. carolina Bo watts Sure. You can't be referred to as Bo. It's weird if you're referred to as Bo. You got to be Bo oh, yes. Watts That's right. or Wattsy. Yeah. Please make sure to check out our website at scsportsblog.com. Also, be sure to like us on Facebook at scsportsblog. Follow Bo Watts on Twitter. What's your handle? Uh, Bo Watts five. Yes. Yes. Follow Bo Watts on Twitter to see retweets of 
some dank memeage, and it's possibly pretty, some political stuff. But, but hopefully, hopefully he'll lay off the political stuff. Yeah, it's been sports based. Okay, that's good. Anyway, that's all we have for you today. Uh, have a great week, and how about damn Cowboys?